In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. As the big voice says, it is always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. All right, Daryl, we are uh, post-draft. This is our post-draft show. I know many, many people have said, I want to hear that post-draft show. We left you hanging for a couple hours because we really wanted to digest everything that was going on with the draft. So, Daryl, tell me a couple good stories from the draft. What do you got? Uh, let's see. Should we start with me having a senior moment? Uh, uh, should we start with post-draft in the grocery store and Browns fan already fighting over the quarterback battle that is does not exist? Or should we uh, go into with, the uh, start with quarterback summer vacation battle. that will be uh, Cleveland Browns training camp? Okay, so we have four stories here. All right, so start with quarterback battle. Okay, so uh, as we record this on Monday afternoon, uh, the reason we didn't record this earlier on Monday afternoon is because Daryl needed groceries. He had not been home all weekend. There's no food in the fridge, so I had to go get go to the grocery store. And uh, so go down the dairy aisle. I just need a gallon of milk. That's all. Just want to get my gallon of milk and get out, right? Yes. And there's two guys there having a debate over whether or not the Browns should go ahead and play rookie and fifth round draft pick number 140 overall Dorian Thompson Robinson or Deshaun Watson that's a joke right you're kidding right no. this is not real you're no making this up. no I I am not this funny I am not this creative this did you jump okay first of all I gotta ask you did you jump in the conversation no hell no just I listen. was wearing the hoodie that I'm wearing now I put the hoodie over my head Mm -hmm. I went and I pulled it tight. I went Dark Lord of the Sith. Oh, you did, you it. totally have the Sith thing going on there. Turned around. Here, wait. I'm going to go Sith too. Both of us will go Sith. <laughs> wait a minute. This could be the. Maybe we can get one still picture. Hang on. As Andy is trying to get his hoodie over his headphones. <laughs> oh, oh, there you. Oh, you look like the evil emperor. You look like Palpatine there. <laughs> oh yeah, you guys. Uh, uh, okay, we've lost our minds. Um, okay, I'm no longer Palpatine on this. Yeah, me neither. So I uh, I did a quick about face, got out of there before being seen, because that was my worst fears that I was going to get noticed, be seen, and then I would get drugged into. Isn't that Daryl Ryder? Exactly. It and believe me, unfortunately, it has happened before at the grocery store. So okay. uh, I'll face. Long story short, go back about 10 minutes later after getting all my other groceries, thinking, oh, okay, they'll be done. Can go get my gallon of milk now. Nope, still going at it. So I had to uh, had to go down the road to get my gallon of milk because I wanted no. No, you didn't. You went to a different milk. store. I had to go to it. Yeah, there were two guys I, arguing that would like. Okay, they weren't so, arguing. They just they were just having, a, I guess, a spirited conversation. Okay, so you tell me the the argument for Dorian Thompson Robinson. Do you tell me what that argument that guy was making? Uh, I didn't stay. Are long you sure you weren't in the drug aisle? No, I was yeah. in the dairy aisle because, like I said, just needed my gallon of milk. And um, yeah, I didn't stay long enough to care or pay attention to what the arguments on both sides were. I, got I the hell cannot out believe that was actually. Although Jeff and I had to debate some things today too about secondary or backup quarterback and. Could he have a shot to be the backup quarterback? Sure, why not? I mean, well, that yeah, I mean, the, that the qu true. bigger question is why they bring Kellen Mond back too. So, yeah, I so 
I, yeah, I just, I had to get out of there. Uh, and I, I went to another store and ended up paying a dollar more for the gallon of milk. And you know what? It was, it worth, was it. worth the dollar. Totally worth it. it was All right. Worth so that's story number one. Story number two. So Daryl's senior moment. And Here's so three moment. things have happened to me in the last week and a half. Okay. That really concern me because this is stuff that my grandmother used to do. This is stuff that my parents do. Oh, this isn't good. Yeah, no, it's not. So, uh, first Are we thing, serious. I really don't want. Uh, let's pass on no, the story if it's serious. No, 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 no. Hey, no, 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 no. It's about forgetfulness. Okay. So, um, I had thought I lost my uh, new MacBook Mine? Yeah. power yeah. cord. Ooh, that's and sucks, so I, I ran out to the Apple Store, got a new block and power cord because, of course, you have to buy that stuff separately because it's Apple, and they have. Oh, to sell of course, it. they're trying to squeeze every penny out of you they can. Right. So, so I go get a spare whatever because I needed to cover a Cavalier game, yeah. and I have no idea where I had lost this thing. So it turns out a couple of days later, go back to the, uh, the 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 press box at Progressive Field. There it is, plugged in at my seat. Ah, good. Okay, cool. Number one. Okay. Number two, I have a special cable that I use. Uh, that allows me to take uh, professional audio from the box, uh, basically for those that are not in the business listening to this podcast. And I'm guessing that is the vast majority of you. So oh, what they sure. do is they take podium audio and they send it to a distribution box so that TV stations and radio stations can get clean audio. In the biz, uh, that's for, called a malt box. Malt right. Box, yeah. So that we all can uh, have nice, clean Wonderful. audio to rebroadcast and uh, distribute. So I lost this cable, too. Again, bouncing between Cavaliers and Guardians. So uh -oh. I uh, I get to Cavs. Cable's nowhere to be seen. Oh, no. Where on earth is yeah, bad. Well, for me, it's really bad because that what I do is part of what I do is, you know, get. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, well, I think I can survive one night just using my iPhone and setting it up on the desk or whatever. <clears throat> and, you know, it, it'll just have to be what it is. Mm -hmm. Next, uh, frantically look, go home, frantically look around the house, can't find it, right? Mm -hmm. Go back to progressive field. And there it is plugged in in the interview room still. Wow. Two for two. You're doing pretty good. All right. Good. <laughs> two for two. So then Friday, comes i go out to cavaliers to cover the uh the kobe altman season wrap-up right oh where nothing is wrong by the way right everything is great they're gonna bring everybody back no no need to make changes they won 51 games so what are y'all complaining about whatever right right um even though kevin love lit up the new york knicks and yeah we're not talking about that right but anyway uh, so uh, i digress so i get to the draft and i'm all you know getting everything set up about you know six o'clock 6 30 at night because i wasn't in a hurry to get out there on friday i basically just wanted to make it in time to have dinner sure. and uh shout out to the browns for providing dinner by the way hey and amen so, what was it by the way anything good? uh chicken oh, chicken okay. and rice and uh salad uh and some uh veggies okay so i then look for my cable to plug in it is nowhere to be seen oh, oh man i can't I, win i lost it again and I'm like, I had to leave it a cat. Well, the Cavs now they're gone. Like for yeah, summer, you're in trouble. everybody's yeah. gone. You're busted. So I order, I hurry up, jump on Amazon, order the new cable, $110 cable. Ugh. All right, fine. So I order the new cable. It's going to be at my house Saturday morning. Perfect. Draft starts at noon. I'll leave right. the house at 1130. Mm -hmm. Oh, we're all stored away. Right. 
Keep going. Yep. Nope. Wait until about 1140. Not, not there. Okay. Well, I better get my butt out to Berea just in case the Browns trade up or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Soon as I walk in the door and sign in at the security desk in Berea. Hey, Daryl, like, is this your cable? No, there's, there goes my doorbell at home. Oh no. And there's the cable being delivered. So in between, uh, I think it was pick 142 and 202 is when I raced home to pick up said cable and get back to Berea. But yeah, it is becoming a, uh, a bad thing for me where I am losing and forgetting stuff. So I'm going to go get me some air tags at the Apple store and start putting oh, air um, tags. You know what? Just get tile. Me. Just get tile. Cheaper. Get what? Tile. The, the thing called tile. That's what I have on my wallet. I have it on my keys. All right. You'll um, have to clue me in on that. Uh, it's it's probably about. I, I, I it's the know. same thing, but a lot cheaper. Uh, I don't know. I, I'll be honest with you. I don't know what the pricing is. I just know I got it as a gift for because okay. I lose I lose my keys in my wallet. All I time. know. So I have reached this stage in my life, Andy, where I am forgetting and losing stuff. Oh, man. Should I be worried at the at the age of forty five and a half? No, it only gets worse, though. Just so you know. Oh, that's not what it I want. Only gets worse. All right. So I want to figure this out. You have two more stories for me, don't you? No, the, 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 oh, that's uh, all the stories the, together. The, the Greenbrier story. So, oh, let's do that um, next segment. Let's do that next segment. Okay. Let's do that. Okay. It's always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl. I'm Andy. We're going to talk all about the draft, also the news of the weekend. So, hang tight more. It's always game day in Cleveland. Fabulous stories with Daryl Ryder. That edition, plus we call it the post draft edition as well. Next. Listen up, people. Mobile sports betting is finally live in Ohio. BetQL wants to help prevent you from making bad bets in order to win big. Download the BetQL app today and instantly get their models, best bets, live public information, sharp data, trends, and much more right at your fingertips. Use code OH25 for 25% off your first month. Head to BetQL.com slash news slash 923 the fan for exclusive sportsbook offers all right daryl before we go through the draft uh that was announced uh has it formally been announced i yes. don't even know i've just seen this yeah it it's, yeah, we, yeah it's it hasn't been formally announced but it's happening okay so the browns are going to head to Greenbrier, west virginia where they're going to do some closed practices before the hall of fame game at first i was like why would they do this to the fans in the city of berea and then i'm like these practices wouldn't exist if it wasn't for the hall of fame game so it's not that big a deal and by the way i'm sure the head coach has wanted this for a long time so it gives him the opportunity to do a little team bonding. And you know what? After watching this team for the last couple of years, they need some team bonding. So, Daryl, uh, give me your thoughts on that. Yeah, I, you know, so um, uh, Kevin Stefanski popped in the media room before the, the draft got underway uh, Friday night because really there wasn't anything for him to do for like three hours, just like the rest of us. Um, and uh, so um, – he said it was something that they were thinking about doing, and ex that was exactly the reason uh, that he gave. Just, you know, it's an opportunity to get these guys in a closed environment, have their undivided attention, free from distraction. Because uh, let's be honest about it, right? I mean, the way they've been doing things hasn't worked. And and I'm not criticizing Kevin Stefanski. I, I want to be very, very clear there. But, like, it's just it hasn't worked. Right. Um, and, and, and yeah, these practice, they, they have an extra week of practice anyway. So I, I don't understand why there were some people that were getting, I got a couple of text messages after I published the story, hmm. uh, Sunday morning, um, 
because, uh, you know, we were asked to hold off for a little bit because they wanted to make sure that everybody that needed to know knew they didn't basically, they didn't want us breaking news within their own building. Right. Um, so, um, you know, once we, uh, you know, all of us basically published the same story at the same time. And, um, you know, like, I just, I don't, I didn't understand like some of the outrage that I was getting via text message. I'm like, guys, they weren't having these practices anyway, if it weren't for the hall of fame game. So this is an opportunity for him to really have his team without distraction. No, he doesn't want the fans to know anything that's going on. Yeah. You know, um, you know, as you said, uh, team bonding as well. Mm. Um, that is something that he has really tried to emphasize these last two years because, well, let's be honest about it. There have been issues with, uh, players buying into a team concept. I think that that's Except for the, the first year during the pandemic. It seemed like everybody bought in. Well, and, and why was that? Because they were all separated and they wanted a piece of it and they weren't able to do it on a normal, consistent basis. So they were thirsty and hungry to be a part of the team. That's what I think. It was, it was the only thing normal for them was football. Right. Yeah. There were no distractions whatsoever. Um, so, yeah. So it makes total sense. They're also going to practice in Philadelphia for two days. I think they're going to do a Monday, Tuesday off on Wednesday, play a preseason game on Thursday. Basically, the ex- exact same thing the Eagles did last year when they came to Berea. This is the Browns repaying that favor. Mm-hmm. To the Eagles for you know Nick Sirianni uh, bringing his uh, team to town for uh, a week. The Browns are not going to go do that. And they're going to have eight or nine practices that the Browns don't know the exact number yet. Preseason schedule is still being assembled and put together. Um, I've got a pretty good idea who the opponents are. Uh, I think the Browns do as well. Well, you know well. the Eagles I, are one. I mean, it's not too tough. Well, we know I the mean, Jets are one. We know the, the Eagles are two. Uh, Jets at Canton. Eagles Jets in Philly. Canton, and mm. that'll be the third preseason game. I got a, I got a pretty good indication. I got a pretty good indication who the other Chicago. two games are going to be, but um, they got to find Detroit, Chicago. I, where else would they go? Maybe yeah, we'll see. Um, but uh, so that that all is going to get finalized here in the next two weeks because the schedule comes out. Oh boy, I can't wait to play the schedule well. game next week. That's going to be so much fun. Oh, oh we are totally, totally playing the schedule game. I cannot. We wait. are going to do three. We are going to break the season. Uh, we're going to break the season into thirds. It is the greatest thing since drywall took over for plaster. <laughs> I swear. You're just saying the Poobah would rather play better. The Poobah would rather play the schedule game than eat the best steak in the history of the world. I think he would rather play the schedule game. I don't want to say that. That's not nice. He would rather play the schedule game than go to Cedar Point. How's that so? Well, I would rather play the schedule game than go to Cedar Point. I can't ride. Give me the happiest place rather than Disney. He would rather play the. I went to Disney last year, so I'm good for a while. I got my I I I got my mug in front of the Millennium Falcon. Schedule game than win the lottery. How's that so? That is incorrect. That's true. Because if I win the lottery, I'm retiring from playing the schedule game, and okay, I'm but, leaving. Listen, here, here's a big. This is a very, very important subject that we really. Depending how much to. money's that I won in the lottery, that's the thing. It's got to be in the millions. Like if I win, I mean, listen, I, I'm not greedy. I'd be happy if I like hit twenty grand on a scratch off. Right. Oh, that would be fantastic. I'd be happy um, with five. But 
Um, I'd be happy with one. Come on, who am I? But if I want to, you know, if I got, if I became a millionaire by winning the lottery, yeah, I would totally retire and 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 leave town. Absolutely, you would not <sighs> see me again, Andy Baskin, unless it was like over video chat. Oh, I would take care of you, just so you know. I would take care of both you and Meredith if I won, just so you know. Oh, I've I've got a list of I I think I'm up to 19 people that would receive checks from me, and you oh, and Meredith good. are on the list. Sweet. You have made the cut. All right. I feel like I've arrived. I don't know I, that you'd both be in the same tax bracket, but you would both receive something from me. I, 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 I'd be just happy to be, send me a dollar. I'd be happy about that. All right. So let me I go back to the dollar now. Oh, well, I don't want to. <laughs> but I need that dollar just in case I got to go to another store to get a gallon of milk. That's true. So you have to, you can avoid the conversation, right? Um, all right, Daryl, let's uh, let's do this real quick for the last two minutes of the segment, and we're going to go through the p- players that the Browns drafted. If you were a member of uh, the class that was being drafted, would you go to the site to shake the commissioner's hand? Depends. What round of a uh, nope. prospect am I? All right, all right. So let's start. Like, I'll do it backwards. You think you're going to get drafted in the first two rounds? Would you go? Again, it depends. Like, first round is different. Like, am I a top? If I'm a top sixteen, I pick, just said yes, you're I'm top there. two. I'll I'll shrink it down two rounds. Top two rounds. Yeah, but the first round has top to be two rounds. Half. If you think you're in the top no. two rounds, no, no, because that means I'm going to be a second round pick probably. So no. that's right. If, okay. If if, if I am a top of the first round. Oh, projection. So if I'm a top 16 projection, I would go. If I'm not a top 16 projection, I'm staying home. What if you were 18? What if you were 18 to 28? 18 to 20, I'm staying home. Really? So here was my idea. And tell me if you like this. I think (laughs) they should invite everybody to the draft anybody who thinks they're draft eligible and they should have a seated section off on the side just for any player who could conceivably be drafted over the three instead days. of having a green room instead of the green room without a doubt i and you know what i like that idea because it doesn't this gets- seem, it, it it takes away from although the the tv networks that pay billions of dollars for these broadcast rights would not like it because honestly like with Will Levis falling out of the first round, right? Yes. It, them them going to him over and over with his girlfriend and his family yep. there, uh, comforting him. Like as, as like someone had died. As yes. TV directors say, that makes for compelling television. Oh, right? it's must see. It's must see. Right. Brady so, Quinn. Here's when, my idea. Remember when he fell yes. and then the Browns came up yes. and, and got like it just it makes for compelling television. Brady now, was sweating up a storm. So I don't listen to my idea though, Daryl. This is a great idea. The the whoever is eligible to be drafted, whoever the commissioner comes out and says, in the first round, the Cleveland trash can select Daryl Ryder. And then you're then they have a big spotlight on your section, and then they find you and you r- come on down just you, like you, the you price, price is, right. is right. It just like the price is right. Oh yeah, but see, it's that would up, cost that, that would cost the league money and play and airfare. I mean, have you looked at the price of airfare these days? And also hotel rooms. And again, have you looked at the price of hotel rooms these days? Well, Kansas so, City was a fair place to be. Everyone could drive there. It's in the middle of the country. You could drive. I'm just saying, Daryl. Let's take a break and let's come back. Let's do this. Let's come back and we'll go through the draft picks. 
Actually, maybe we'll just skip the third segment here. No, we're coming back. We're going through the picks next. It's always game day in Cleveland. If you like what you're listening to, of course, you'd love the price is right part of this and the way I just save money on travel. But more importantly than that, if you want to get a hold of us, just do so through social media. So easy, so simple. All you need to do is hit us up on Instagram or Twitter at game day CLE. He's Daryl. I'm Andy. It's always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. We are now putting on our serious hat. Um, because we are going to be very, very serious about the draft because <clears throat> we all know how good uh, the draft is and that every pick is a winner. But I will start with this. The Browns did not have a pick in the first two rounds. All seven, all seven are making the team. I'm calling the shot now. Going out on that limb, which I'm very, very convinced with Andrew Berry as the GM, will not break. All seven draft picks are making the team. Go ahead. So let me tell you a beautiful thing that the Browns did <clears throat> by drafting – but they picked up four Buckeyes, but they got two. In the sixth round, they got uh, Luke Whipler, the, the center. And then earlier in the fourth round, <clears throat> with pick 111, they picked up uh, Dewan Jones. To me, in a short draft like this for the Browns, where there's really no hype or glitz or glamour, because you didn't have a first or second round pick, so you have no one that really has the expectations of starting day one. This draft, to me, was like going to work out, sweating a little bit, and then rather than showering, just putting some cologne on, some of that Buckeye cologne. So it makes it smell really good so you can appease your fan base and say, hey, I drafted a couple Buckeyes. Look at this. And now we at least will have four Buck. Well, we'll see. There could be four Buckeyes on the team to start the season. Andrew Berry's not interested in appeasing fans with draft picks. He's interested in appeasing fans with wins. That's Come on, one. man. They number smell two. really good. You can't tell me they don't smell good yeah, after number taking two, two Buckeyes. The, the, the best move that Andrew Berry made – uh, it's executive of the year material. He traded out of the seventh round, sent it to Baltimore. And I don't even care that, uh, even though that breaks my rule of making trades with the Steelers or the Ravens at that point, I just didn't care. I'm just glad he dumped the pick. So, uh, so you didn't have to stay any longer. This is about Daryl Ryder. This isn't about the Browns. Damn right. hundred percent. If they would have had an extra piece of chicken there on Saturday, you would have been like, okay, I hope they make the seventh pick. Nope. Don't kid yourself. Nope. Why did the Browns draft a wide receiver, Daryl? Why did they draft a wide receiver in round three, Cedric Tillman? Um, Well, this is now the fifth wide receiver that they have drafted under Andrew Berry, which is third in the third round, right? And third in the third round. Um, Now, Berry, in response to my question about that, I guess just big, one big old coinky dink. Um, But yeah, trying to drive competition. Um, I think that uh, Anthony Schwartz will definitely go into uh, this training camp on the bubble. Um, his odds of making the team are not very good because I do think, uh, barring an injury, and we don't like to think in those terms, but you know, it, you, you have to mention it. You can't speak in absolutes, but I, I think that's the only way Cedric Tillman does not make the team is, you know, if if he happens to get hurt in camp, but. Um, the thing that stood the most out to me in this, or stood out the most to me, if I can speak, mm-hmm. uh, in this draft is size was really a theme, right? I mean, till, and it started with Tillman, uh, you know, 6'3", 215. Uh, he's not a speedster, but similar to Donovan Peoples-Jones, he's really good at using his body to screen off defenders and being aggressive uh, in making the catch. And and look, I, that, that that's what they need. Uh, he only had, uh, according to uh, Dane Brugler, former Warren JFK uh, alum, 
uh, he uh, had in his beast draft guide for the athletic uh, just five dropped passes in Tillman's college career at the University of Tennessee. Also, Jimmy Haslam probably delivered Andrew Barry the most comprehensive scouting report on Tillman known sure. to mankind because uh, he, uh, you know, obviously uh, is a big Tennessee uh, volunteer fan and basically half that university has the name Haslam on the buildings uh, down there. So um, that's that's why they took him. Drive competition, uh, give Deshaun Watson a big target to throw the football to. He's a physical player uh, at the point of attack. Uh, I like the pick. He he was limited last year to six games due to a high ankle sprain that he had some minor ankle surgery for. But uh, when you look at the body of work uh, at Tennessee, uh, I, I I really like that pick. And Andrew Berry did say uh, that he was surprised Tillman was there for him uh, at 74. All right. In 98, uh, Sataki Aika, right? That's how you say it? Siaki. Uh, Siaki. His Siaki. first name is Siaki. What did I say? Ika. It's Siaki Ika. Yeah, Siaki, and he's got a nickname too. Uh, Apu. But uh, I believe... That's Abu. I don't think there's a P. I think it's Apu. I think you're going Simpsons on me. I think you may. I think I am right about this. Hang on. Give me a minute. Well, so I, I also believe the nickname is for family only. Uh, oh, um, I don't know. He, I read no, it. They, it came said, up in the press conference. And he said it's family only. He didn't say family only, but because we did ask how he wished to be addressed. Oh, well, the play by play guy any, from Baylor said they called him that all the time. Yeah. Um, we had him on today. Are you ready to apologize to me, Andy Baskin? Say it again. Let's Apu. See Nickname is Apu. All right. All right. I wasn't right. That doesn't mean you're right either. Just doesn't mean. What do you mean? Doesn't mean. I, I mean, it, life is a matter of perspective, how you see things. It's very hard for me to say I'm wrong. Uh, you're one of those alternative. No, I was wrong. So I'm sorry. I apologize. Right, <laughs> can this guy stop the run? That's my question. Can he stop uh, the run? Again, another really, really big dude. 335 pounds, 6'3". He will look really good in the middle of that defense on rundowns. So, yes, the answer to your question is I and I'll be honest with you. I think that he of anyone in this draft class could potentially have the biggest impact like he's going to, right away. I think, yeah, I think he's going to see some meaningful downs in the middle of that Browns defensive line. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Dewan Jones, uh, fourth round. I watched him all season. I love him. Big guy. Biggest human play. being ever. Yes. Uh, that's how the yeah, Cleveland Browns play. described him. Six foot eight. 374 pounds, the poor chef and the poor scales in the Berea. They're going to need a scale for each foot. Uh, he is just a really, really big, massive dude, but he is very strong. He's very agile, got excellent lateral movement left to right. He's a former high school basketball kid. Mm -hmm. uh, he, uh, you know, Kent State offered him a basketball, uh, for basketball. Yep. He was not getting football scholarships at that particular point. He was like that close to taking Kent State's offer, and then the following Monday, after the the Kent State coach followed and said, "Hey, man, like you gonna take the scholarship or what?" Rob Senderoff, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm waiting to see if I get a scholarship offer, and then the following Monday, he finally got offered. Um, but he's, a, a, I think that there's a chance 
You could see him next season a lot. All right, let's move on to round four. Isaiah McGuire, defensive end from Missouri. They needed another big dude. They needed a defensive end too. So yeah, six four two sixty eight. Another big dude. As right, I said, talk- size mattered. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't know where he fits into the rotation this year, Andy. I think he's mm-hmm. a draft and development uh, develop type of guy. Uh, remember what I said going into the draft about uh, expectations for these players that were going to be selected. Um, but he definitely is in the uh, developmental category for the Browns. But if he does develop uh, with his size being what it is, right, uh, and if they're able to turn him into a player, that's going to be a very, very good thing for them. We talked about Dorian Thompson-Robinson, the quarterback. He was the subject of uh, the huge conversation at the grocery store you go to. Round five, Cameron Mitchell, the cornerback from Northwestern, uh, has a friend on the team. Yeah, uh, Greg uh, Newsom, and uh, no word as to whether or not Greg Newsom has rescinded his trade request. I'm joking, uh, a little bit. So uh, Phelps was like, a, Phelps said on the air today, "Is there any way this is a make him happy pick?" For no, him no, 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 no. I no, said no. the same thing. No way. No. Again, uh, Andrew Barry is not <laughs> interested in appeasing anybody other than when it comes to winning football games. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, another Northwestern Wildcat, um, Scott Petrak, loved the pick. Of so course if, he did. So if Scotty loved the pick, well, I guess that means I should love the pick too. All the picks D1 players too, by the way. Let's go uh and power five. And for <laughs> and for major uh major schools, power what power five schools. Yeah, basically basically what I just said there. Thank you. Glad you were listening. Um Luke Whipler. I can't You're believe I one. one gun salute by that. What'd you say? Uh, just in case Meredith is, you know, right. you know, happens to cut a piece of video. Um, you know, here's a kid that I, I like the way he played. You know, Ohio State, I, I want to say he was out for a little bit during the season for Ohio State this year, and they missed him. There was no question that they missed him. But um, he goes six rounds, so they got some depth on the offensive line. Got to feel good about that. Third center that Andrew Berry has drafted in hmm. four years. Joining the likes of? Nick Harris. Yes. Can you name the other center that they drafted? Was it somebody they moved over? No. I can't. Who's the other center? Dawson Deaton. Oh, I forgot about him. Yeah. (laughs) And apparently the Browns have too. Uh, He's still on the roster though, isn't he? Yeah, he's still with the team. He was injured last year. Yeah, I saw his name on the roster yesterday, the other day. All right, so Daryl, give me your uh, 30-second assessment as we wind things down here. Uh, Yeah. Uh, not a draft that I'm overly uh, getting hyped up about. Um, there's a, clearly a method to Andrew Barry's madness. You certainly understand that. Um, and yeah, if if look if they get three players out of this out of this draft class, Andy, it's successful. Again, you're, you're talking about dudes drafted three to seven. Isn't there's that just true, no though, three years. Yeah, I just I just have no though? expectations. No, because you usually have your first and second round picks. You expect those guys to be contributors, right? Oh, yeah. and we didn't talk about Jed, Jed Wills getting his uh, option picked up. Uh, the least surprising news ever to break Monday morning. Even though we asked That's Andrew Berry 150 times if they were going to do it, and he kept telling us that he wasn't answering the question. Um, it, it was uh, it was it, it was nice of the NFL insiders to get that news first. So, are you serious? I didn't. We didn't get that for you guys. Didn't get it first. That's weak. Sorry, I'll say it. That's what you heard. You heard what happened in Detroit, right? With those players that got suspended. Those writers had that uh, story embargoed. They had the news, but it was embargoed because they had to wait for the NFL insider to break the story first. That's not true. They they didn't an embargo so that they could have their own. 
Yeah, did you not see the the guy, uh, one of the writers uh, ranting on Twitter about it? No, I missed it. Who was it? I don't yeah. even know. I, I I forget, but yeah. Oh, see, he was he was important. not happy. Yeah. Here's the thing: no one cares about media battles. They never do. I I know, but it's it it's it we do. <laughs> I know we do. All right, he's Daryl Ryder. This was nothing. our this was our post draft extravaganza, which leaves us more things to talk about in our next podcast. For our amazing producer Meredith Kane, I'm Andy Baskin. He's Daryl Ryder. Daryl, last thought. I'll give you. One if you've more learned shot. nothing about our podcast, it's all about me. It's all about Daryl. Thank you. It's always game day in Cleveland.